This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Time for The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Alongside Mike North, I'm Carmen DeFalco. We're with you every week. Talking sports and sports gambling, and it's so great during the NFL season. We got week six in the pros, week seven in college. We're going to talk about as much as we can. Mikey, we had another good week last week. We haven't had a losing week. That's good. We're, you know, we're chugging along. Wasn't great. I thought last week for the first time, you know, a lot of the the, the favorites, a lot of the public uh, money was on the right side. Uh, but we keep chugging along as we are now five weeks through the NFL season. You know, how lucky can uh, I be, for God's sake? I mean, I go a 1-1-1 one, one, and one, uh, on the odds couple, uh, where I should have gone 3-0. and oh. And then, uh, on the bonus pick, I go 1-1 one, and because one I added Kansas City. But thank God I didn't give it out on the odds couple. So we, we do have another good week. But I'm going to tell you, Carm, I'm in the media pool. And I, I don't need a yes. chat board. Yes. I don't need a chat board. I can tell everybody that said some of the brightest minds in the business. I made some boasts. I said, I'm going to come get you. Okay, I go 1-3-1 one, and one last week. You know who I had? I had Cincinnati. I, I revisited the Parky era as, as my guy I mean, hit, hit uh, the crossbar twice. But here's the other thing. I think we could sum up our week as, for us, a bad week, even though we didn't lose. Right. When I look... On Monday morning, I get up after you and I agreed I didn't take it as a main pick on the San Francisco 49ers. Mm, I know. And then I see a picture of you and Yurko. And it's supposed to be, hey, come on out and everything else. And Yurko's is looking at you and he's smiling and standing. I want everybody to look at Carmen because at the time the picture was taken, he was thinking oh, about yeah. how stupid I, I Kyle Shanahan <laughs> really is as a head coach. Fourth. In like three or four, yeah. From the fifty, with seven minutes left, you're down by three to your chief rival, the Arizona Cardinals. So what does everybody do? What did Mike North do when he was eight? He knew punt to the coffin corner, punt it out of there. Let them start at the ten. You're going for it with Trey Lance, and then you don't get it. And I'm tired of coaches not going for it uh, for a field goal early. There was games lost in the first quarter last week because guys did not want to take three points. Yeah, coaches don't want to take three points much. And they're losing. And somehow the the Niners had another chance late, and they're down near the goal line. They couldn't get it in on fourth down. Like, that was what was so frustrating. I mean, you should be 2-0. We'll take you'll take the eleven and three. I'll take the seven and eleven and one with the push from Cincinnati, Ugh. which was just I just you know basically, uh, you know I, I feel like I'm starting to feel like Patsy Klein while I'm boarding the plane. <laughs> we got to get something better going uh, here now. Well, I'll tell you what, we both had uh, a little bit of a lean towards the Bears, and the Bears covered yes, the number sir. and one out right. Yep. The Bears are looking like a pretty popular pick again here this week, as they're about a four and a half five point underdog at home intra division home dog against their rival the green bay packers and if uh you know we want to just maybe throw away week one and whatever the debacle was for the bears in that defense in la and maybe that's more about sean mcveigh we know how great his record is in in mm-hmm. openers and he spends all sure. offseason game planning this defense has really played pretty well mike they've played well you can't put the can't put anything that happened in cleveland on the defense no they gave up like 13 points to the first what 40 minutes or so of that game they were just exhausted 
the Bears' defense is really playing well. Well, Sean Desai, I mean, I owe him an apology so far because he's doing something that they haven't done for the past two seasons. He's actually rushing more than four men. Uh, now, you're not going to have Akeem Hicks, it looks like, and this will be the second Green Bay game in a row that he may miss. You know what? He's more active on Twitter than he is uh, actually playing in important games. Uh, last year, he had, I think, a down year. Uh, the year before, he played five games. Uh, but I think the Bears got players to replace him. Uh, in the middle of the line. I, I like, uh, if I wouldn't bet it, it's not a main pick. I'm taking the Bears to win 22 21. I, I think like Justin it. Fields has revisited where Mitch was, and Mitch helped a lot. Now, we don't, by not turning over the ball in 2018, uh, um, uh, keeping the ball on the field, that's what we need Justin to do because I think uh, Desai has decided we can't rush for it. Now, I heard Cap this morning. Do a good job breaking down the Bear game on ESPN uh, with with the morning show there. He, but I disagree with him on one thing. He says, you know, the Bears better rush only four because he'll pick you apart. Uh, you know, if, well, he, if you it, blitz, he historically he does pick okay. apart the blitz. That's what true. does he do when you rush four? If you don't get the there, same thing. if you don't get there, if you give him time to stand there and pat it, yeah. That's you, right. So what, without way. Hicks, yeah. here's what I would suggest. I think they're going to do some blitzing because every week I see teams rushing for, and Cincinnati didn't do it last week. They put pressure on him if you watch the game, which I did. And uh, I think Buddy Ryan had it best. you got to rush the passer. If you can't do it with four, do it with five. I saw the Bears rush six or seven guys. Granted, great athletes, but you know what? The quarterbacks only had a second and a half to pass. You know, I, oh, and, yeah. and there was in, Leslie Frazier became a star. Yes, he did because of the rush, and because the corners didn't have to cover a guy for three seconds. And Leslie was so good, by the way. Oh my! God. Yeah, but if you have an average rush, any quarterback can get toast. You yeah, want, that's true. Look at Mike Richardson. I mean, you know, he never once. You know, I know he had some other issues, but yeah. <laughs> if you want, you wanted to be a corner on the Bears. Oh yeah, well, it was you like wanted two, to be it was like two years ago when the pass rush was great and Mac was great, or three years ago now, eighteen and Kyle Fuller was the big beneficiary. Of that. Yes, sir. And Eddie Good Jackson. Call. Yeah. Well, the Bears. And I'll were... give you. I'll give you this. I mean, Khalil Mack now played the same game against. Pretend every team didn't like you. Right, exactly. Pretend, <laughs> pretend that it's not. <laughs> pretend this team is Oakland. They didn't want you. Yeah, they, they, they didn't want you. Make it. Butkus used to say the same thing. If that's what you need, do it. I, you know, I wanted to. I, I pretended I knocked their heads off, and and they rolled down the uh, down the stairs. That's what he used to say, like the movie Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. Yeah. I mean, you got to play games in your head if you're a defender. Yeah. Robert Quinn's been a revelation. He's been great. Maybe it's looking good. Maybe. Like, all of a sudden, is he healthy? I don't know, but he's been 22, great. 22, 21 Bears. I don't care. I Fields. love that you're calling the upset outright. I love I it. I don't care, Justin Field. Here, here's what people never understood. You know, I love Mitch, but you know what? It was about wins with him. My last stat was he was 29-21, two playoffs. But I, I, I want Justin Fields. I don't care if he goes one for 40 and we win 9-6. to six. If he doesn't turn the football over, yeah. make some first downs, I'll be happy. Period. And so far, he's doing a pretty good job of yes, protecting sir. the ball. Um, hopefully, this offense does grow. Well, Green Bay's got a couple problems at cornerback right well, now. Huge. Tom. I mean, they've got the maybe you know certainly one of the the handful of best cover corners in the league is on yep. IR, so that's huge. Their defense is kind of beat up. It's a good point. Rodgers has looked toasted. The Bears, we know it. Twenty one and five. Then changed the approach. Up. But um, I mean, they they tried the four man rush. Yeah, I'm telling you, you give uh, him three seconds, four seconds, like Brady or any of the top dogs, 
My God, I mean, oh, yeah. it's unbelievable. So pick your poison. I know. You get, pick you your know, poison, guys. Uh, the Bears, by the way, just as we record the podcast this mm-hmm. week, it's Friday morning, and Damian yes. Williams. The Damian Williams news happened uh, late in the day yesterday, and uh, you know, follow along for the status um, this weekend as he uh, tested positive for COVID. But the, the yeah. rules are a little bit different. If Guys are vaccinated, or if they're not, if they're symptomatic or asymptomatic. So we'll have to kind of track that through the course the of the week. The line's up from uh, four and a half in the Sun-Times with Cap and yep. and Sylvie and and, and, and pa, Potsy, Mark Potash, the best uh, page of the paper. Uh, but they wish they could get the five and a half, and by the time it's done, it's going to be six, I think. Mm, because, wow, I think so. you know, you don't have a running game. I mean, you got you're gonna Herbert. Have to, oh. You're going to have Khalil Herbert, the rookie, who looked pretty good last week. In yeah, but they carries. got film on him now. Yeah. You know, Listen, I mean, he, he, is he going to come out and do that again? That's what you got. Because you you know we'd rather have Montgomery. I, 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 you know, Williams I can go either way with. He's got to come through. I think Fields is going to be just like have to be a poor man's Lamar Jackson and add to the running game. Home teams so far this year, after last night, another road victory to kick off week six as the Tampa Bay Bucks go into Philly and win. Home teams are 38 and 42 straight up this season. There's one game that's a neutral game. That was the London game last week. By the way, we got another uh, another doozy for the London audience uh, tomorrow uh, Sunday morning. Thank you for bringing me one, back to my one, childhood. One and nine doozy. Yeah, one and nine. Uh, the Dolphins and the Jaguars. One and nine. The Jaguars have lost 20 straight games. So have fun with that, London. That's well, you know what? A real treat for everybody. I really, I, I mean, like I said, you could you could describe me in the media pool. Uh, simply, I'm Custer. I'm the Orioles. I mean, uh, and you know what? I've had Jacksonville with this system. Thank God I didn't get it this Not week. Not this week. It didn't spit out Jayville. Thank, Thank God, God I was right. praying. Why well, was lighting candles? Because what are you doing? Uh, I go. I'm lighting candles. She goes. What? Three hundred of them? I mean. I mean. Seriously. I didn't want Jacksonville. I. I just all, all my my lighters. Anything. Just light up to the heavens. Please don't give me Jacksonville. It is, thank God. Right. Uh, I mean, they're gonna win eventually, though. I mean, I, my God. I think it's only the third franchise to ever have twenty consecutive losses. Well, you know what? You jump off them, and then you know what they're, happens. They're gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, they're getting three and a hook, and they're gonna beat the Dolphins. I mean, ugh, what a big. All oh, the Dolphins are horrible. Can I just say this to everybody? Uh, Tua might be back, though, it looks like. Tua did but yeah, I want everybody to listen carefully to what I'm saying now. By the, this time next year, all the people that are bombing my guy, Mitch Trubisky, you might see Mitch Trubisky on the, on the Redskins. You might see Mitch Trubisky with, on the Eagles. You might see Mitch Trubisky with Miami. He's going to start somewhere because every week, don't you think, Carm, there's a quarterback that's basically making his organization say, just like last night with the Philadelphia Eagles, can we go all the way with yeah, this kid? I think there, there are a lot of those situations oh, around the league. Yeah. And nobody coming out of college for the most part. So he's yeah, I mean, sitting in I, the catbird seat, but you know what? We'll see what happens because I got to believe. There's about five, six teams that are going to be looking for not, always, not only him, but other quarterbacks. There always are. You're right. There's You're a, right. at least five or six teams. Yeah, and, right. and, and if there isn't, something's wrong because there's a he he's better than some of the guys I've seen this year. But that's that's the rules. He's got to he's got to do what he did. But I got to believe next year I'll be stunned if he isn't starting on on the Eagles or Miami or or with Chico. Really. Because oh, yeah, that guy right. from Washington ain't that good. Taylor Heineke, he's okay. Yeah, he's a guy. Their bigger problems are You know, don't now. ever become GM of a team, Carmen. No. As your consultant, I would say, 
Don't say he's okay. He's a guy for the quarterback on our football team. Yeah, well, when, when he's just a guy, yeah, yeah. you're like, I don't know if this is the guy. <laughs> he's not a plumber. <laughs> right. He's yeah. not a plumber or yeah. a carpenter. He's if, my guy. If he's the guy, it's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, yeah, exactly. We got more to talk about, folks. We're going to give you best plays later on, some good college games, lots of NFL, so sit tight. We're working through all of it. We're also going to talk to our great friend Luke Pergandy from Prop Swap when oh. we come back next. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you each and every weekend getting you set for the NFL Week 6 college Football Week 7, and we are into the LCSs. We will preview those a little bit as we continue on on this Friday. Time right now to talk to one of our good friends who joins us each and every week, a Chicago guy, a big Bears fan, and he finally got him a win on the road. He's one of the founding members of PropSwap.com and the PropSwap app. Say hi to Luke Pergan. Look, I need to school. <laughs> What's up, guys? We, uh, the, the Bears think we broken. We got, you got him a win. Come away with a win. You got him yeah, a win. Yeah, John Gruden's last game. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and now you're allowed to go to the next road game if you want, Luke. Yeah. You were over, okay. but you got him the win. But how's that stadium, by the way? You're seeing all these new great stadiums. Bears played at SoFi. Bears played at the new uh, Vegas stadium. How was that stadium? Yeah, it was nice. Uh, you can, you know, SoFi Stadium, I think, is in a league of its own. And obviously the price tag of $5.5 billion makes it such. Um, but I'll say from the seats, it's similar. But walking to your seats, you know, SoFi literally has trees inside of the stadium. <laughs> so you know, difficult to compete with. But from your seats, they, they both did that, like, semi-transparent roof mm. where you can see sunlight from the roof, but it's still, you know, it's still a covered roof. Right. So that was cool. Obviously, our, our soldier field, it seems like it's never going to get anything like that. Um, so, yeah, it's nice. It feels like it's uh, it's brighter in there um, because of that, uh, that semi-transparent roof. They did a nice job. Our are there slot machines in the joint? Oh, Are there gambling uh, things in the joint? Tables, because yeah, it, it, it's uh, Vegas, and they're looking to get any advantage they can. I think you could pay uh, maybe the whole football team in salary if you had if you had section just filled with slot machines. Yeah, uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think they made the decision to park that stadium so close to the strip, uh-huh. and the downside of that is that the parking situation is a nightmare. I mean, they literally have like. The parking lot looks like a, a player's lot at all the other NFL stadiums. It's that small. Um, so, yeah, they, they made the decision to let's put it as close as we possibly can to the Las Vegas trip. But the, the downside is there's just so minimal parking around Let the me stadium. ask you something real quick before I give it back to Carm. How far is uh, 50 miles where we're uh, – in casino, you know, you could spin the tires. <laughs> I mean, is, there, is it like the airport where if you walk one way, you're in the desert all of a sudden? Yeah, I mean, um, so it's right on the strip. But as your point, like the Las Vegas Strip is just surrounded by desert. Yes. Well, yeah. it's at the south yeah, end of the strip. It, but it, if it's it, like the airport, it is. It's, it's all the way. It's behind Mandalay, right, Luke? I mean, you are at the south end of the strip there, right? 
You are, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I mean, it is still like amazingly close. I'm still shocked they pulled this this coop off to get that yeah. bottle in. Yeah, but yeah, it is funny when you fly into Vegas, you can see like the edge of the desert. Oh yeah, and then oh, yeah. outside of Las Vegas, I mean, it, it is just barren. You're in the middle of nowhere <laughs> um, in Nevada. It's funny. Um, so Luke, uh, what's hot on the site and on the app right now? I mean, as uh, you know, we're getting we're into week six here in the NFL. Like, I would think it's a good time to maybe start looking for some Dak Prescott tickets you know if people had them yeah. at fit, i don't know 12 or 15 you know dax down to about what six seven to one at a lot of shops right now i mean there's got to be some dak tickets for mvp or you know uh even how about comeback player of the year oh my god he's got to be a shoe and i would think for what? that so far. yeah T- tom yeah. brady ticket i mean brady's down to about five to one in a lot of places like so are, are people looking to buy and sell like some of those mvp futures tickets right now yeah, yeah. Dak opened at thirty to one. Uh, so he's down to about seven to one. You can take some profit on a Dak Prescott ticket. Brady opened at about fifteen to one. He's down to about six to one. So you make three X if you got a Brady MVP ticket. Yeah, I mean, and Josh Allen obviously looks incredible. Um, Tyler looks great. You know, undefeated. Big game this week against Cleveland at Cleveland. Um, yeah, I mean, all the quarterbacks are, are performing well, obviously. And even Mahomes, he's having a good year. His defense can't stop a lick. But, yeah. um, you know, the, the top quarterbacks that we kind of all thought were going to have good seasons are, are delivering. Yeah. All right, and then baseball. We're into the, the final four here. <laughs> Brutal way for the Giants wow. to go out. Um, but uh, now that we're into the final four, uh, same thing. I mean, could there be some yeah. value on a couple of teams still here Boston. in the playoffs? Yeah, in Boston. Yeah, I mean, the, the SM Giants are just the classic props off story that we see every single season. Crazy long shot team yep. gets really, really close and then loses. And, you know, the amount of tickets I saw floating around on Twitter at 500 to 1, at 200 to 1. On the SF Giants, and you know, a, such a large percentage of those tickets did not hit prop swap. Mm. Um, it's just tragic. You just get so close, especially when you line up against the Dodgers. Like, you know, this Goliath team, the roster is just loaded. Um, when that matchup got set, I, I just I didn't understand why we didn't see a lot more Giants tickets get posted. And you know, as we talk about on the show all the time, like. Sell your, you know, we sold a hundred dollar uh, giant ticket last week for eight grand. Wow, the hundred bucks at five hundred to one, it would have paid fifty G's if they had won. He sold it for eight thousand dollars on PropSwap last week. Awesome, and you know, take two K out of that and go right back to the window and bet it again on the Giants. Like you've just came so far with this ticket, and to walk away with nothing on a check swing, I mean that's. That's criminal. Yeah. You can't say it enough, Luke, and we'll do that. We'll drill it into everybody's head yeah. every single week. The guy did the right thing. He still yep. made $5,900 in profit. Luke, have a great weekend as always, buddy. We appreciate the time. Enjoy uh, all the college and pro action this weekend. Uh, we'll see you next Friday, okay? Thanks, guys. Talk to you later, buddy. Oh, gas up the jet. <laughs> yeah, gas that jet up is right. That's our guy, Luke Pergandy. That was a tough, tough way for a 107-win team uh, to go out last night. I mean, it just wasn't even close. It's not reviewable. No. You know, there is human error. People, how could it happen? How could it happen? It happens because we're imperfect. Human error. And the umpire made a bad, bad call. That's what I, you I, have it's to just overcome. I, yeah. How many runs they score? They scored one, I, you know. And I'm going to give everybody this for the robot umpires of the world. You know what? I watch the NFL every week where I lose because a guy, 
uh, a ref with a striped shirt calls a bogus pass interference call somewhere along the line. Everybody does for 40-yard penalties. Sure. So let's start concentrating on those guys. Because you know what? Umpires for the have a lot of pressure. They have to make a call every single time. But that guy, I will tell you what, it was too quick. They should have taken. He should have taken a pause. He either didn't see it right, yeah. or because we have the four replay deals. I don't understand how you have replay, and then with the it. biggest play of the game. I'm sorry. How is it not reviewable? You, we Mike. put replay in to correct this. What is wrong with everybody? Everybody's going backwards since this COVID stuff hit. Let's go. <laughs> it's COVID, Brad. I don't, My God, I, I, yeah, everybody's like, blaming COVID for everything else, from shipping to everything else. How about how about these stupid calls? That's right. I mean, ridiculous and rules that don't make any sense. We have replay for the integrity of the game, but with the biggest game on the line, with a team that won a hundred games, that's what decided it. I know. Come on. Well, we're since uh, we'll spend just a minute here on baseball real quick, and then oh. we'll get back into the NFL. The oh, Dodgers, the obviously, oh, well, I don't even – forget it. What's the point? I, we, we need to do a whole other – we need to do, like, a special podcast. Can I just say something? I don't know if, I we, don't know if anybody's missed uh, this fact or brought it up. I miss Don Cooper. If, if your plan <laughs> – is for Rodon and for Lynn. If that's the plan, if they were just one-trick ponies, you better just move on. Was to throw fastballs every single time and watch this great team, the Houston Astros? Just wait on it. If the fastball's straight, if it's not moving, well, you're just, done. If they get in favorable counts and then you've got yep. to throw them, I mean, that's where you get in trouble, and that's what burned exactly. them all series that's long. All. It was tough. And that- everybody from top. To bottom, hand hand. Yes, absolutely. Dodgers, your favorite, still plus one twenty-five. Obviously, Astros plus two twenty. Then the Red Sox are four to one. The Braves are five to one. You can get the Red Sox at plus one fifteen to win the series against the Astros. Game one is tonight. Good matchup. Two lefties, Sale versus Valdez, in game one of the ALCS tonight. Braves are plus one eighty-five. God, I wish we would have Chris Sale. You know, Sale was great when he came back, and then his last couple starts, not so good at yeah. all. It'll be interesting to see how he Yeah, we'll he see looks if he tonight. gets his butt kicked. I'll be back on next week saying, I, you know what, I, maybe, maybe we were better off. I hope Kopech turns out to be Ugh. sensational. I mean, it's he was great in the first half, struggling in the second half. I think once they finally find – look, I think they'll make him a starter, I, I would assume, going into next year. And, you know, I, Can I tell you about my White Sox? Yeah. I'm so happy. Look at Everything goes. You can wear your hat crooked. You can flip bats. You can keep the shirt open down to your waist. You can be like I was in my disco days. You know, bottom line is that looks good when we're winning. Okay? I want everybody buttoned down next year. I want Eloy to play better. We need him to. He had a bad second half, too, and he I love that. He did not have a great. Yeah, he did not have a great. He's got to produce. Month, yeah, it wasn't we need our big boys. But see, when you get in the playoffs, you need pitching. And you need defense. And you need defense. Thank you. And I'm not going to say I was right again because I get tired of it. <sighs> Grandel is not a defensive catcher. No. we got to find a defensive guy to, for late innings. I'm not saying don't catch the guy early. But I'll also say this. The last guy had a better rapport with Giolito and the pitching staff, period. Yeah, but he, there's there's such a difference in offensive production. But you don't need the with all the offense you got, you better have a field general yeah, behind you. I'll tell you what, too, though. Two of those three stolen bases were totally on the pitchers. I, I agree. Mean, Kopech and Rodon, it's like, what are you guys doing? I mean, <laughs> come on. That, that's, that's simple stuff, you know, to, to control a running game. I, I agree, and I thought that maybe LaRusa could have started somebody else. I was not confident with Rodon. Mm. I know the last time I saw him pitch, he was throwing 92, 93. Granted, his velocity was up this time, uh, but he hadn't pitched for a while, so. 
Well, you know what? They lost to a better team. Yeah, they did. They did. That's it. Back to the NFL when we come back. We'll continue to work through the board. We'll give you best plays before we're out of here. Plus, Jim Miller's going to give you ponies in a little bit. Stick around. we got a lot to do. We're having fun getting you set for an NFL and college weekend. It's Carmen and Mike. We are the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. This is the Odds Couple with Mike North and Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000 or stream it on the all-new ESPN Chicago app. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap on the ESPN app. You will get the Encore replay Saturday morning and every Saturday morning from 8 until 9. And check your local listings. We're coming to Sundays pretty soon and once baseball's over, Mike and I will be back on the air on Friday nights from 7 uh, until 8. So we will uh, update everybody when that's all official. One of the great franchises in, uh, in wagering. That's right. The odds couple. You better believe it. That's it. And we're going to give you best plays in a little bit, so do not go anywhere. Follow Mike on Twitter. He's at North to North. I'm at Carmen DeFalco. You talked about that tough uh, Bengals game. I mean, it looked like you were going to have a win. And the kicker, I mean, the, what happened at the end of that game was like, oh, my Lord in heaven. So they go from being a... About a field goal. Uh, yeah, it was a field goal because it was a yeah, push. Uh, un- I got it right at three. At home. I, yep. It was two and a half when we did our show, and I predicted it would go yep. to three and it did. Yep, Some it did. people got a middle. Yeah. Some people yeah. bought early, just like you can do with the Bears. If you bought four and a half at the beginning of the week and it's six, yep. now you can middle that with Green Bay and hope it lands on five. So the Bengals go from being a small dog at mm. home to a small road favorite at the winless Lions. Mm. Uh, we've seen this before when the Bengals were a short favorite here in Soldier Field and the Bears won outright. I, I don't know that the Bengals should be laying over a field goal on the road just yet. I think there are some things about that team that I really like, including Burrow and Jamar Chase has been incredible in that receiving core. Um, Detroit's just got to be devastated, though, Mike. I mean, three of the five losses are by one score. Two of the losses are at the gun on 50-plus yard field goals. It's devastating. Listen, all I'm going to say is if we're in a Western, I want – that Detroit Lion coach, right? I want him at the OK Corral. I think you're right at the, at the OK Corral. I do until want he him. starts crying. Okay, <laughs> I don't mind him crying. No, That's I what... do. I don't want him to cry. Ooh, I had this guy up there with Ditka. I said he's the next guy, and all of a sudden I'm watching Lassie come home. The poor guy can't. I mean, he can't, the, 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 they've been they had their hearts ripped out. Of course, and he doesn't. And he knows how to treat his team. The tears a little much for me. <laughs> bring back Wayne Fonts. Not to bring back Wayne. <laughs> Nothing I'm really playing in this game other than I will say it seems uh, like, you know, like I said, for an organization like the Bengals, should they be laying it's a anything? Stay away. More, it's a stay away for me. I'll just That's tell everybody it, this. Buddy. Bengals That's are fifth in yards game per attempt. They can be explosive in that pass game. The Lions are dead last in the NFL in that defensive well, metric. So well, you know what? watch out. It could be a thing. long day for the Lions. Burroughs has an issue I, I, that I think most of the mainstream media has always wanted me to have. have a contusion on his larynx. Yeah, a, okay? oh, right, a throat contusion. Except that my larynx is made of steel. So that's the issue. <laughs> that's why it's never been contused, I guess. But, yeah, bark out yeah. the signals. I think, it's, uh, uh, I think he's going to play and do well. Stay away. Chiefs go to Washington. Washington, they are laying six and a half on the road. There's like there's like eight home teams getting points this week. Fourteen. Why did games, I take them like, last week? I, you know what? <sighs> Their defense is horrendous. It's horrendous, Mike. And, and I, Mahomes I mean, can't even overcome it. And then he has a bad game on top of right, it. Right, he's turning the ball over. Yeah, right, yeah. I mean, I, last year, and I'm not going to say that we weren't the first to break this. But may 
maybe we weren't. I don't know what they're doing in England. I don't know. I mean, we go across the pond. But I told Carm that last year, I think months ago, he led the league and dropped interceptions, Mahomes last I year. I think that's There's, true, yeah. They're not dropping them. Yeah. Now. Right. I mean, that's the issue, and I love him. But uh, he's got some problems. And, and do they look like the team that's going to represent the AFC like they have the last two? I, I wouldn't bury them. But no. They, they, but, I mean, the Bills defense won a huge game. Kind. The Bills get a game at home now probably, you know. And, and they know they can beat them. And yeah. they know their defense stinks. And the defense is, yeah, I, I can't argue with you there. In, in this game, I mean, the only thing you can look at here is probably the total at 54 and a half. Neither one of these defenses can stop everybody. Casey's allowing an NFL worst 7.1 yards per play. Washington football team is 13th. They rank 31st and 32nd in points per game allowed. Woof. Casey's 32nd in defensive DVOA. It's awful. It's a stay away for me. But uh, And, you know, Kansas City doesn't cover anyway. Yeah, they haven't covered as a favorite. And Brady's 0-11. You know, these great quarterbacks don't give a damn about covering. They just want to win the game, take their kneel. And, you know, we don't care if we score a touchdown, you know, or what have you. So, uh Sometimes the the really good teams are the worst at covering the spread. Both teams four and one to the over the season. No surprise with how much those defenses have struggled both in Washington and Kansas City. Here's a really good one. This is a uh, one of the, you know part of the early window breakfast football for the Chargers as they go on the road across the country to play the Ravens. Baltimore's about a two and a half three point favorite here. Fifty one and a half is your total. The Chargers do cover numbers. The Chargers are thirteen and eight against the spread since the start of last season. That is the third best mark in the NFL over that span. Mike, you can make an argument, I think, right now that through five weeks, Justin Herbert is playing the best quarterback in yeah. the NFL. I mean, he's just been well, that good. There's he, no doubt. He was a marvel last week in the fourth in, quarter. In, in my seventh grade, I had a hot two months. Uh, <laughs> September, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, uh, once we went to school, two months were hot, and then the next thing you know, I'm I'm repeating. <laughs> I fizzled out. I think Herbert's a good quarterback. But I, I saw a prop bet, for instance, for Brady the other day, who I, uh, last week was plus 800, which is a steal. There's a prop bet on Tom Brady. I think it's for 300 bucks or something, uh, minus 300 or plus 300. I forget what the, the – will he throw more touchdowns than his age? Which would be mm. forty? If will he throw forty-five touchdowns because he's forty-four? If he does that, Carm, and they win because of their lousy schedule, he's your MVP. Yeah, he's, he's your MVP. He's man. like second choice right now, third choice. It's because incredible. they did you see their schedule, Tampa Bay's? Yeah. Take a look. Have Randy take a look at. I know Randy's you know high fiving everybody. Look yes. how how great the show is and everything else. Sometimes you know. So. How you got to give him a little boost. How many is Brady, Brady at two last night? What does he have on the year? Like 11, 13 touchdowns? No, he's got like 17 and two. He's got 17, 17 and oh, three. Right. He threw five last week. That's right. Right. And he had two more yesterday. So 17. Oh, my God. I had a great Twitter battle. I'll give you how football's week to week. I had not a, a Twitter battle with her, but with some other people. It was a debate. The very talented Mima Kimes. Yeah, Mima Kimes. Yep. I brought it up, Mima Kimes, and I said, listen, I, I didn't know she was going to answer, but I said, you know, Big Ben, they're putting him to sleep early. Peyton Manning at the end of his career wasn't all that good. Oh, yeah. And she said basically, yeah, he was. And I said, okay. Uh, Peyton Manning? I, well, because I think she misunderstood it from Denver when he first got there. Oh, okay? Okay. okay. But I was trying to make the point they won a Super Bowl with Peyton Manning. Oh. And here's what I, I told her. I said, let's hold court here and wait a minute. And what does he do last week? 250 yards, 15 to 25, two touchdowns. 
So, but I'm going to agree with her on one thing, Carm. He's the kind of quarterback that might have good, bad, good, bad, good, bad weeks. Oh, Big Ben, you mean? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I don't see yeah. consistency. No, no, anymore. I don't. Th- I, he's his end is looking to me more like kind of like Drew Brees's. Like as much as I love Drew Brees and Drew is great, you got to. I mean, everybody who watched the last right. year and a half so of the Saints knew that Drew Brees was. I mean, a kind of almost a shell of his former Absolutely. self. I mean, and I think some of that is happening with Big Ben. Where you're right, he's like they might be capable every once in a while. Yeah, she but, wasn't wrong, and I wasn't wrong about him. I don't think. But Brady's just a different. I mean, oh it's like no, nobody's ever seen anything close to this. Well, and then I got to hear all the nonsense. Uh, Josh Allen. I'm going to tell you something right now. I believe that Brady wins a Super Bowl with Buffalo if he, won't, if he goes. I, he would probably That's win just anywhere me. he goes. I think you're right. I'm I mean, I don't believe he wins in but, Kansas but, City. But, oh, I don't know. Because I, of that defense. Oh, the defense? It's nothing that to do with... That defense is something. I mean, like, there's only to a point where you could say, well, we don't really care about stopping anybody. I mean, like, I, you can say it, but, I mean, you got to be a little bit better than what and Kansas And Andy Reid looks like there. he's starting to become uh, out coach because... It's not about him being uh, an offensive coordinator. He's the head football coach of that team. So he's got to figure it out. But, boy, he's only – he's got look, he's got three good pieces on offense. But how much depth is coming through for them? You got the quarterback. Well, they – I mean – Hunt, they, they, and you got the tight end. You think they'd find another receiver that no. they could develop that they really haven't out there, right? Absolutely. I, mean, I don't know. They, they they got worked last week. They did. Oh. Plain and simple. They, in, in a lot of ways. They just got flat out worked. And, and by the way – And you Buffalo and I, put a lot into that game. We, we apologize to all our listeners. We do. I mean, after what happened with Gruden, if you're on that football team, your mind wasn't on that because you knew there was more. Just think about this week. I mean, I, Raiders, Broncos, you know, division game in Denver. Broncos are laying three and a half. I mean, I can't imagine how challenging for these players um, it's got to be to prepare for this week. Well, I mean, look, you got to get over it. Uh, you know, it's nothing new. This was known by the NFL. This is known by a lot of people, uh, including uh, the media, uh, 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 including the call letters. I'm sorry. People had to know, but hey. Everything was going according to plan, and then all of a sudden, because of this investigation in Washington, it went south. I'll say this. Uh, I, I don't know why everybody's shocked. I, I really didn't. I, you know, I always... I was never the biggest John Gruden fan, not because of that. I just think for ninety million he was overhyped to begin with. hundred million, unbelievable. Yeah, whatever. So he left sixty million on the table, and this type of thing where you type stuff in, that kind of stuff there... You deserve everything you get. Yeah, that's what happens. Cowboys, Patriots uh, in New England. Boys are laying three and a half on the road. Uh, Bill Belichick is six and one against the spread as a home dog of more than a field goal during his tenure in New England. How long ago did this trend start? Was with Brady? Well, it was Brady, but of course they always got to put that in there. They they did cover as a dog a couple weeks ago at home. I know that's your one. Yep, I got to believe that's good, but they also haven't right. Here's what here's what scares me about backing the Patriots, okay. and I really don't have anything on this game. I just I don't either. To be worth honest. talking about, uh, Damian Harris uh, is banged up. Practically, mm. that entire Patriots offensive line is hurting. They played without four starters last week in Houston. Four. Now, Shaq Mason did return to practice. I don't know what's going on with Isaiah Wynn, their left tackle. That's another COVID thing, so follow that this weekend. He might get back. If they can get a couple of starting defensive linemen back on the O line, mm-hmm. I think that helps. Did but, you like what Indy did? Uh, uh, this past week, I mean, it was my uh, one of my wins uh, last week, along with Atlanta and London. Indy in the Monday Nighter. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't like Houston. the way they, I don't like the way they botched that game. I mean, they no. should, you know, 
He had a double-digit lead. Both, both. That's Agreed. another. Indy and the Texans. Mike just said it. That's a matchup this week. That, I mean, teams, last week I had about enough. I didn't even want to watch the Monday night game, but I needed it for for a pool. I'm in. I'm going. My God, I got to go through this nonsense well, when we're winning by that much. How, both those teams had pretty tough losses. I mean, both had double-digit second-half leads that they blew. The Colts and the Texans. I like Lamar Jackson. I can't help. It. I do too. He listens to his coach. He's respectful. He plays hard. I like he doesn't care about stats. He wants to win. He's tough as nails. He's the best running back quarterback I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. The way that he can slash smoothly, uh, deke people, make them look foolish. He's it's unreal. unbelievable. He's and he's unreal. not that bad a passer either. He's gotten to be much better yeah. as a passer. He's unbelievable. I mean, he is. He's like the great equalizer. Everything else can break down. You could have injuries. You could have no healthy he's a running great, backs. They talk about Otani. In, in, in L.A., pitcher and outfielder? How about running back and quarterback? I know. Come on. Uh, by the way, one more thing on the Cowboys. They were miserable against the number last year. 5-11 and 11 against the spread. 1-6 and six is a favorite. Guess what? There's one perfect team left in the NFL against the spread. It's the Dallas Cowboys, a yeah. perfect 5 I would lean New England. So far. I, I would think I would, too. And I, and I think I would, too. Yep. And, 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 and I, might, I might convince myself to play it if we get to Sunday and we see that their offensive line is healthier than it was last week. So yep. wait and see on that, folks. When we come back, Jim Miller's got ponies. Jimmy! And, and then we've got best plays. So don't go anywhere. It's Carmen and Mike. We're coming right back. This is The Odds Couple with Carmen DeValco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. You're listening to The Odds Couple Friday nights at 6 with a replay Saturday morning at 8 on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. And the action's been hot all year. Schindler's given us so many winning picks. He is the expert handicapper from Hawthorne Racecourse. You follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim, and he joins us on the Corona Hotline. Jimmy! There's our guy. Gentlemen, it was another good weekend last weekend. A win, a second, and a third from our horses. So we're trying to keep making money to build up for that Sunday bankroll. So hopefully we can do it again. Yes, make some money for Sunday NFL gambling. I love it. You guys have racing all weekend long again. I know today they said there could be some rain coming in. You guys will still uh, plow through, though. The, the weekend looks good after today. Maybe a little bit cooler and dry. So yeah. that's good for the horses, right? Yeah, and I'll tell you, dry is good right now. There was so much rain earlier in the week, so what we decided to do was be proactive, take those races off the turf course early, cart everything for the dirt on Saturday, Sunday. Our Saturday turf stake is moved to next weekend. So the Hawthorne Derby will be run next weekend on the turf. Just wanted to make sure those horses got a good course to race over. You know what, Jimmy? Uh, uh, last week, I uh, even on social media, I had a lot of uh, things on our question about the wind and i want to stay with that theme because if you're a stable of five and let's say you just said it's going to rain and all the horses are equal do the owners know which horse runs better in the rain which horse doesn't which horse runs with the wind which one doesn't are there stats like that well there's definitely stats like that especially for wet tracks you watch the wet tracks there's Mm -hmm. soft turf stats you have to look at that because there are some horses that handle the courses a little bit better. And, and you talk about the, the complexion of a racehorse, it's just like a human being. Some of yes. those have a little bit bigger hooves. Some have a little bit smaller hooves. So the way they grab the ground may be a little bit different. But, Mike, you mentioned the wind, too. 
a horse that's a bigger, bulkier, stronger horse yeah. is going to have less of an issue running through the wind because it's not going to blow them around as much. So they're going to be able to cut right through that compared to a horse that may be a little bit smaller in stature and a little bit smaller size-wise. So definitely a good trainer is going to know what their horse for the course is, what their horse for conditions are. And they're going to watch the weather forecast just like anybody would, say, if you're watching for a, a weekend sporting event, a baseball game, football game, something like that, too. I love the technical breakdown we get. So are we staying yep. at the hometown track this weekend, Jimmy? Are we going elsewhere? What are we gambling on? No, nah, man, we're staying home. We're making money at home, so let's keep doing it. So let's Hawthorne it. on Saturday, three horses again. We're going to bet them all across the board, try to make money if they finish first, second, or third. So starting race number two, Bet the two horse, may we all. This is a horse that likes the track and a little bit of a clash drop. Then in race seven, bet the two at chain mail. Another one that's been great at Hawthorne, six to one in the morning line and get some pace to chase. And then in race number eight, bet the five, ride Richie ride. This one makes a quick turnaround, but raced really well at Hawthorne last weekend and is right back in this weekend. All right, so race two. All these are uh, Hawthorne races Saturday night, folks. Race two, the two horse across the board. Race seven, the two horse across the board. And race eight, horse number five across the board, right? That's right, boys. Make some money for Sunday. Sounds good. We'll talk to you next week, Jimmy. All right, you got it. Take care. Jimmy! Our guy Jim Miller from Hawthorne, like he said, uh, another win, a second and a third last week. And yep. you're betting these horses across the board, you're going to get paid. So that's hey, great. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, speaking of what, I mean, Randy's been unbelievable. I mean, he's done a great job. But Wisconsin's playing Army this week. Boy, and it's a brutal scheduling spot 14. for Wisconsin, isn't it, Mike? With yeah, like, I don't know where to go with this. You've got division rivals Purdue and Iowa looming. Now you got to deal with that Army Oof. triple option, which, you know. Now, now, Wisconsin's got the best run defense in, in the world. Yeah, Wisconsin and Jimmy Leonard. Even, Wisconsin doesn't give up two yards per rush. Do you realize that? That's incredible. Well, Jimmy Leonard's going to be a head coach in this. Yes, in, in Somewhere within the next year or two. No Agreed. Doubt. I He's think it might be Wisconsin. Huh? It might be Wisconsin. <laughs> Yeah, might it right. might be. I mean, I'm, that, I'm with Mike, though. How do you lay 14 head with an unfamiliar you opponent? You like it, Randy? And, I like Army, and I think it's really tough for a team, especially a top a major five program, to face Army during the middle of the season. In the, the middle season. of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough. It's a brutal schedule. Really spot. tough. And is Army coming off a bye? Does Army have I believe so. Time? Army's 4-1 and one in the year. Well, Army's 4-1. I good. think Army might have had extra time to prepare. I don't think yeah, they played last they're week. They're good. So they're, that's, they're good football. That's team. a brutal spot. I know. Tonight, you got to, you know, some action tonight. Oregon plays tonight. I think Cal maybe is worth a look tonight, especially in the first half. The Ducks have lost C.J. Verdell for the season. They'll also be without their best defensive player tonight because of targeting in the last game. So Cal's catching 13-and-a-half, catching 7-and-a-half. I hate that rule first so half much. Tonight. I hate that rule. I hate it, too. I, I mean, you're I, kicking a kid, a kid out because I, a guy lowers his helmet, like runs into the helmet. The defensive player, the kid's been waiting his whole life to be a senior playing this game. I don't like it either. I mean, you're kicking. Give him a penalty, a bad penalty. You want to penalize 25 yards. But come on. I mean, I, this is ridiculous. It really is. I've, and some guys have never done anything wrong in the four years they've been there. I don't and like to lose it your, And to lose to play a game, it's crazy. One other note on that game tonight, if people are interested, uh, the Ducks are just 2-7 and seven against mm-hmm. the number as a favorite since the start of last season. And there's some good trends on the Bears when they hit the road as road pups here in the last couple of years. So maybe take a, a little bit of a look at Cal if you want to factor that into some of your gambling for tonight. I would lean Cal. Yeah, I would I, lean I'm Cal. with Mike. I would uh, lean a little bit on 13 Cal 13 and a half, 14, right? Yeah, yes, exactly. And yeah. I really think that first half wager might be a good one for tonight. Um, all right, Mike, let's give some best plays out here, and then uh, we'll put a wrap on this. Baby. All right, uh, you know what? <laughs> what a show, ladies and gentlemen. I've never done a perfect show, but this was close. I mean, with my <laughs> buddy Carmen, Randy, and everybody. But let me tell you, 
uh, I gave out uh, the Arizona Cardinals uh, on the uh, bonus play, which I'm one and one last week, four and one the last four weeks. And, uh, you know, I think that, uh, Carmen, you're, maybe they were surprised, maybe they weren't. Yes. Uh, I think it will be four. I know that, uh, you know, Arizona is, uh, you know, getting points. I, I, I wish they were at home. But I'm not sold on completely on Baker Mayfield every game. I think it's going to be a close game. As far as my other game, yeah, Geno Smith. I looked at Seattle plus five. Yeah, I love I it. started doing my homework. I started looking. And I'm going, wait a minute. We just talked about Pittsburgh, and I think this is a game that they're capable of winning. But with Big Ben, you don't know what kind of deal you're getting. I think it help, helps that Seattle knows that he's not going to run around. He's where he is, uh, play underneath. I'm going to go with Geno Smith uh, and the Seattle uh, uh, Super, uh, Supersonics, uh, Seahawks, uh, plus the five. It should be up to five and a half or six by the time they kick off. I am so that's much, my only pick. I am very much with you on Seattle. Uh, okay. Very much. Extra time to prepare. Good numbers for Pete Carroll. Now, granted... If he doesn't win this, not care, Pete. You start hearing the whispers about Pete Carroll. Listen, it's it's a decade's worth of data with Russell Wilson and not Geno Smith. So I, I, but but after a loss, if you look at how good they are straight up and against the number in the last decade under Pete Carroll, I I think you're a hundred percent on on that game with a little extra time to prepare. And Mm -hmm. believe it or not, like I'll take points with Mike Tomlin any day of the week. Like give me points with Mike Tomlin. Laying them, they have not been as good in the last couple years laying those points. So I'm totally with you. I'm actually going to back the Vikings as a small road favorite here. You know, this game opened with the Panthers as the favorite. Um, so it, it, the Sharps kind of hit it early, and, and I do like the Vikings laying the point. You can maybe make a money line play there if you like. Uh, McCaffrey was practicing this week, but still doubtful. Dalvin Cook did return to practice as well for the Vikings, so that's good. These two teams are 1-2 and two in pressure percentage. Panthers blitz a lot. Vikings aren't, and Carolina's starting to struggle to protect Sam Darnold here the last couple of weeks. He's got uh, three picks. Uh, I'm sorry, five picks, and he's been sacked yeah. 11 times in the last three He's games, what he so. was last year. He yeah, stinks. he's kind of like reverting back to it a little bit. So. That's another quarterback. Well, I'm not going to bring up my guy's name, but that's another one you could look at because, believe me, he stinks. I like. I would lean Minnesota with Tom Yeah, Fox. and I'll give you one college game, too. I love when you do this. One college game. Uh, look, Texas, emotionally, that's going to be a tough game to bounce back from the way they lost in the Red River rivalry last weekend. Oklahoma State, extra time to prepare. Going on the road, but catching four. Texas's offense, um, top 10 yards per play, uh, points per game. I mean, very, very good. But this is a Cowboys defense that's allowing fewer than 19 points per game. Um, as long as they can handle Bijan Robinson up front, I think they'll be in this game. The Cowboys have had extra time to prepare, and they're 9-2 and two against the spread in their last 11 as a dog. And Gundy is 5-1 and one straight up in Austin since 2010. So no, I'm going to just Cowboys say this. I love you like a brother. I, I was short a little bit on this game, but it said Texas. So right. this might be – this will be – hey, somebody from the odds couple is going to win. He's going to win this one. It read Texas – to me, minus five and a half. And Van Gundy's did a good – I mean, I mean, not Van Gundy. Mike Gundy. Yep. Mike Gundy has done a great job at Oklahoma State being undefeated. I think Texas rebounds in this one. All folks. right, there you go, folks. Uh, everybody have a great weekend. Thanks to Merck, as always. Randy yep. Merkin. Go Badgers on Wisconsin. Oh, Army, look out. I think you're right. They're in a tough spot against yep. Army this weekend. Thanks to Tyler Aki, Sean Davis, and the whole crew, as always. And uh, we'll see everybody again next week for another riveting edition of The Odds Couple. Mike, you have a great weekend. All right, buddy? You too, buddy. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.